This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. What's upset you now? So I hate it when you're uh, when you're going out uh, to an event. You know, let's just say something you've been really looking forward to, and then all of a sudden, on the day of or the day before, someone drops the bomb that someone you don't like is now also going. Oh God! Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, and you can't go. Well, do you see? Like, do I cancel? I can't say. Oh no, I don't want them. You, you know. Are there people in your life in your universe? That if you found out they were going, you would pull out. A hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Some of them are on this call. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh yeah, absolutely. I'm dreading one of my best mates getting... I hope he doesn't get married because I've already thought about this. I'm already dreading the wedding that he's not having because I'm thinking I'm going to have to see that guy from school. That sounded like a lyric from a Blink-182 uh thing what and i'm already dreading the wedding this is the path that we're treading great (laughs) (laughs) but the um no he he didn't let me go to the parties at school i wasn't like he he would make sure that i couldn't go to the party oh man that's really interesting i've had i've got a few of those and i just and i still still i just can't see him yeah those things still pop into your head from time to time. Oh my they? god! That's, yeah, yeah. I'm so angry now. I could nearly cry thinking about it. Yeah. Well, let's. You know. No, but do you know what I mean? You have. You just. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because I go. You're still him. You're still him. Yes. And then there are and the thing is obviously sort of I live where I've grown up. So sometimes those people will come back into your life as an adult, and you have to just sort of go. I mean, there are people that, that you know that from my childhood where you, that I've kind of made peace with. Yeah, well, that's good. But peace is good. Yes, but there are some some that I find it very difficult to let go of. Yes, I think there's some that I'm taking to my grave. Oh no, no question. <laughs> I think there are some that I am just waiting for that moment in life where I just go right. Oh man, there was a person uh, a couple of August, Augusts ago. 
right? Right. Where I had promised. I, I made a promise to myself. I'm not a violent man, but I, right. I made a promise to myself. If I see this man, I thought, I can't hit him. That's crazy. Because <laughs> the thing is, he won't remember it. <laughs> he just turned up and go, bang. And he go, what was that for? You know. <laughs> don't try that like you don't remember that Halloween party in 1996. <laughs> But I promised myself I'm gonna pour I'm gonna pour a pint of Guinness on his head. Well, that'll be annoying. <laughs> God, that sounds like an, it sounds like the end of an episode of Towie. You can't pour a drink on his head. <laughs> well, that'll be annoying, won't it? Because he'll be Listen, so. Listen, mate, you've been chatting shit, right? <laughs> the only way is up. <laughs> Baby, tune in next week. But I'm in this I'm in this uh, sort of breakfast restaurant, and he walks in, and I see him. And I've made the promise to myself, like, this man got to me so much, was so yep. cruel, that I thought, I'm, I'm going to pour a pint of Guinness on his head. I thought, it'd be soaking wet. It'd be black. <laughs> Can you imagine how annoying that would be? And he comes in, I thought, right, now, well, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to do it. And then, behind him, following him, was a little old lady. This is in your fantasy? No! He just walked, when he walks in, there's a, he, he was accompanied by a little old sweet lady. And I thought, oh, I can't pour a Guinness on his head now. So hold on, you knew he was coming? No, I saw him walk in. Oh, I see, right, right, sorry. Oh, I thought, I thought you were there, you, you knew he was turning up and you were there waiting with the like, <laughs> like when people used to pour oil off the turrets of a castle. Oh, Jesus Christ, I think this is unhealthy now. I've been waiting in the air vent. You know, oh God, he's got a little old lady with him. What a waste of a pint of Guinness. I'm going to have to drink it now. <laughs> Staying over in the air vent, just looking through the holes. There he is. <laughs> he's coming. Oh, man. Have you ever had revenge? I mean, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about revenge. I, I have. Yeah. Revenge is what creates history, isn't it? Yeah. I have, but it's sort of like a fight. I, I, yeah. What do you mean? What are you getting awkward about it for? Because, I don't know, I'm just, it sounds like I'm, but okay. So well, I, as long I, as you're not about to say that you went up behind someone and cracked their skull open with a... So I'll tell you, it is actually, was actually, it was actually quite a satisfying, it was actually a satisfying uh, outcome. So there was a guy that, yeah, he was a year above me at school, used, used to give me, I mean, as, I'm sure there's people who think the same sort of thing about me, do you know, like, it's just, <laughs> obviously being a kid is horrible. Being but... a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not telling you. Being, being a kid. It's horrible. Okay, an adolescent. You walking down a park, looking at a playground. You, you with, know, some, you... with some children in the swing going, look how horrible that is. You know what I mean, not that part of it. Secondary school is what I meant. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, the laughter's stopped now, isn't it? <laughs> okay, the t yeah, the t I actually thought the 20s was worse, but the early 20s, the late teens. the I think that adulthood, that period period of adulthood where they you're called an adult, but you're, tw yeah. but you're 22. What the fuck are you on about? I'm quite lucky. No one has ever called me an adult. No. I'm not Peter Pan. <laughs> right. So, 
So anyway, so this guy... I'd love to see you in green lycra, could you? <laughs> I don't really know what to do with that, but um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you're. Not, I'm sure you're not alone, Sean. I'm sure there's a lot of people that'd like to see me at Green Lycra. Join the back of that very long queue. <laughs> Sorry, is this the queue to see Paul McCaffrey in Green Lycra? Yeah. A little hat with a feather in it. <laughs> Those little brown boots. A quiver with a bow and arrow. <laughs> Did Peter Pan have a bow and arrow? No, he had a dagger, but some of the Lost Boys did. Oh, did they? Yes. Some of the Lost Boys had bow and arrows? Well, you... Again, another great song title. What? Some of the Lost Boys had bow and arrows. Some of the Lost Boys had bow and arrows. There are more bands in the world than Blink-182. I hate to break it to you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right, come on, right. What, what are you saying? I had just walked on my home. It was, waiting, it was late one night, waiting outside a, a pub in Winchester, and this guy walked past with someone and stopped and was just being a bit of a dick. And then started going... In what way? Can you go into detail? or not? I, I, can't, I can't really remember, but what I can remember is at the end of the encounter, he was saying for me to shake his friend's hand. And I was like, I'm not shaking his hand. I don't know who he is. Like, what? 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 <laughs> So, oh my God. sounds like a sort of like like Goodfellas or something. Shake his hand. Why you shake his hand? Shake his fucking hand. He was just being an absolute dick. Anyway, so okay. um, I, I was waiting for a taxi. My taxi turned up, <laughs> and as I'm driving in the taxi, I saw them. So I said to the taxi driver, "Pull over," and they wagged the window down, <laughs> shouting out the window. I won't say his name. But I said, "You're a prick." I said, "And I'm going to do, and I'm going to do you one day." <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm gonna do you one day, and then drove off. And then drove off. Well, it was two of them. So anyway, about three weeks later, <laughs> we were in the pub. Oh no! And he and he came in, and oh, he no. sort of comes up comes up behind me because yeah, what did you say to me out that taxi that thing? And I thought right, that I'd, I'm not. I'm oh, just no. I said, I said you're a prick, and I said and I'm gonna do you one day, and I said if we could do, I said we could do that today if you want. I said let's go, and he, he, he bottled it. He said, oh, no, I don't. I said, right, well, you shake my hand. Then he shook my hand and I said, right, that's the, that's the end of that. Oh, that's a, well, that's a good, that's a happy ending. Yeah, but I was like, right, this, I, I was ready. And I think he could see. I'm not, a, I'm not a violent man either, but I was just like, I'm not, this is now, you've drawn a line and this is the, this is the only way out of this situation. I, um, a man cycled past me the other day. He, he, he stared at me for far too long and he cycled past. And I finally said, and we've spoken about this before. Right. This is, you do realise this has got like history of like 30 years and he actually, this isn't some perceived injustice, a bloke rode past me on a bike. This is someone I've known all of my adult life that has gone out of his way. But you could tell when someone, he cycled past and I'd, I've never said it before and I just said, what are you looking at? And he, he, do you know what, he showed... what did he say? The road, mate, I'm on a bike. <laughs> no, no. He, do you know how I, this, this, right, I've never said that before. But it's because he maintained eye contact with me as he turned the corner. Right. And it wasn't a nice look. You know, you're a human. You you can you can your your judgment. You can you pick up on these things. You know what just looking at someone is and yes. stare. You know that it's like you're saying nasty things to me with this look. Yes. How old was he? Middle aged. Okay, so what might sort of my age, forties? Do you think? Yeah, but he was middle class. And in the more traditional sense, I know you think you're middle class, but like in the more. <laughs> 
in the morning. Ah, now hold on a second. <laughs> when if they were giving if they were giving out prizes for thinking you were middle class, you would that would be one thing where I go, I just can't compete with him. I I don't think I'm middle class. I try and be middle class. Right. Okay. I don't, that is the difference. You're like Hyacinth Bouquet. He cycled past. I went, what are you looking at? And he went, you. Oh, confirmation. Yeah. What did you then? <laughs> what did you? That's a difficult one to come back to. <laughs> off the top, off the cuff. No, 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 but he was on his bicycle, so he'd gone. Okay. Yeah, it was a moment. I was, I was scared. Right, yeah. Well, I was scared. My adrenaline, my adrenaline shot through my body and I thought, oh my God, I think he's going to get off his bike. What am I going to do? I don't know what to do. I can't fight. I've got really weak wrists as well. If I punch someone, I know it'd be me that would went, ah, I know I'd break my wrist. Well, this is the thing. You know, all of these kind of fantasies that you have in your head about having a fight are all well and good. But what you've got to realise when you do get in that situation, the other person is also trying to have a fight. And that's the kind of... <laughs> it's not... <laughs> you... You kind of think you're just going to waltz in there, bust that sort of combo uppercut, and then say some line like, yeah, that'll be the last time you disrespect me. <laughs> Actually, what will happen is you'll throw a punch, miss, they'll catch you with a good one. I mean, I, yeah. Oh. I have been knocked out a couple of times. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> you get knocked out why it'd just be hilarious no i got i got i'll tell you how i might i i was have i told you this before i was once in a shop at late night in a shop and i and a man was in a woman's face a young woman's face and he was screaming at her right and i had to turn around to go all right mate look just calm down and he, he head me and i I fell down the crisps. I fell down the crisps. I like slid down the crisps, and I was at the bottom. And I woke up. Oh no! I woke and I, I woke up at the bottom of the crisps. They knocked me out, and I woke up. And my friend I was with, the shop had emptied. Everyone had gone, and the friend I was with, I was going, Henry, Henry. Well, where are you, Henry? And I looked, and at the back of the shop, Henry's head poked up from behind the ice cream. Wow. But the fridges, he'd hit behind the ice cream. Oh, man. That's a, yeah, that, that, you became the shouldn't have had a go hero. Yeah, but I mean, I say, you know, I saved the day. I saved a young woman's life. Amazing. Was she still there when you came to? No, nothing. Unbelievable. <laughs> They'd made up and gone back out again. <laughs> That's the worst thing. Just like, oh, yeah, we're absolutely fine. Oh, I wonder how that guy is. Sparked out by the bloody Watsits. <laughs> Oh, dearie me. I mean, it is when you sort of go out in kind of like a lot of, you know, as we sort of, you, you walk around kind of busy town centres and you see it is like, there are people out there that properly know how to fight and I am definitely not one of those no, people. No, I'm not one of those people. Run, always run. <laughs> yeah, definitely, it's always the smartest move. Yeah, no, I've ran away before. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just run. Yeah. I can't be bothered to deal with it. I've had it recently, like a guy in Mark's Spencer with a mask, and I couldn't hear what he was saying, but he was sort of tapping his head, going like, think about it. And I was like, what? He's going, in Marks and Spencer's? I don't know whether I must have sort of cut him up, but look, you know, he was like, and I was just thinking, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. And then, like, he carried it on out, like, staring, like, what? I think there's a lot of tension out there. A hundred percent. It's grim. It's very grim. But yes... To go back to my original point, um, I'm always a big fan of 
do you mind if I invite so-and-so? I mean, you still sound like a bit of a, a, an arsehole going, oh, actually, you know. But it's just at least, rather than just like, oh, hey. Do you know what happened to me the other day? What? Right? I meet up with a friend. We're going for a walk. I bump into, let's say a friend slash acquaintance. Bump into to him whilst I'm walking with the other friend. And he says, um, is it right if I join you? I couldn't believe I had to go, yeah, 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 yeah be fine. Well, what, the, what those kind of things make you do. Are you fucking mental? What is wrong with you? Why do you think that I want to be... That my friend does not want to meet you. And I don't particularly want to have to shuffle between the two different people I am with the each of you. Do, 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 does that not make you then question, like, who 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 has the healthier mindset? When you go, like, am I the normal one or are they the normal one? Where you go, like, oh, maybe I'm just really difficult and, you know. No, I think he's insane. Insane. Yeah. And I have to go, yeah, no, join us. Well, what I mean is, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, join us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, come along. we great to more than Maria. <laughs> Why don't we all have a bath together? A little bit much. Well, some people are just a lot more open to that kind of thing, aren't they? Mad is what they are. Mad. <laughs> so we don't normally uh, break the fourth wall here on What's Upset You Now, but uh, this week we have, for a reason that obviously we don't really want to. Yeah, we just wanted to sort of say a few words to just pay tribute to, uh, and mark the sort of untimely passing of the incredible Sean Locke, um, someone who, you know, f- f- for various reasons, we both got to know fairly well, I would say, and uh, someone who was very nice to us both, um, someone who was a huge inspiration to us both, just an absolutely extraordinary uh, comedian, and I think you can use that word. He was just um, absolutely peerless, utterly original, just so, so funny, Um well, that's what I, 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 you know, and all comedians have been sharing their, you know, their thoughts on him, their memories of him, their stories. And I think for me, he was a comedian that, like, like no other, and I really mean that, like no other in that you, you didn't know what he was going to say next. As a, as a comic, no comic would, would know what he was going to say next. And not because... You know, he was anarchic or wacky or mad, but because it was, it would be so brilliant and it would be so imaginative. And yeah, uh, just so funny. And there was just so many sort of facets to him. You know, his, it, it, it was, to, to coin a phrase, sort of total comedy. His physicality, <laughs> yes. his face, yes, absolutely and also, right. you know, his, his incredible brain. It had a kind of like classic sort of old fashioned style to it. Um, you know, it was accessible sort of surrealism. Yes. It was just in a, in a, in a category all of its own. And I was very lucky. Yes. I sort of got to support him on his last tour, which was just an absolute honour. Um, and, you know, just what a, what a job. I got to sit and watch him every night. He was constantly working on bits, you know. It would never be the same two nights in a row. He was always sort of tweaking stuff. And um, I just, like, as funny off stage, I think you said this, like, you, you know, the, the uh, margins between off stage Sean and on stage Sean uh, w- w- weren't that wide. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was a yes. funny, funny dude. I can remember the first night on tour 
um, the tour manager had had to go down to the venue early. So Sean was like, oh, can you, um, is it all right if I jump in and get a lift down with you? So obviously, as a massive fan, they're like, oh my God, I'm going to have Sean lock in my car. So he arranged to meet down in the hotel bar at six. And um, so I went down to the hotel bar at six and then he phoned saying, oh, are you down here? And I said, yeah, he goes, oh, I can see you. He goes, I'm just behind you. So I turned around. He goes, no, the other way. So I turned the other way. And he goes, oh, just over by the guy with a turban. So I turned around and he goes, not really, mate. I'll be down in 10 minutes. And then hung up. <laughs> Day one. It was brilliant. And you just kind of like, oh, that's just... Uh... Oh. Also, I think that his... his um... What would be the word? His, you know, h- how high his standards were. Yeah. Like he expected you. You know, I met him very young, and I, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't quite meet Sean's standards. But his his standards were exceptionally high. And if you if you met them, to see him laugh at what you were saying, it was oh. like the highest. It's the highest compliment making Locke laugh because you know he and i think this phrase has been used of him quite a lot he doesn't suffer fools yes well and also you know i thought a lovely i mean he took he took the business of being silly very seriously i think that was very very good yeah um, absolutely you know and just absolutely irreplaceable like everyone else obviously on on the day of the, the horrible news I just kind of watched clip after clip after clip on YouTube. And it's just, as you say, just not, oh, he says the unsayable. It was just, he said stuff that no one else, no one else's brain would go there. I don't know if you've seen the uh, roast of Bruce Forsyth where he goes, you live in a big secluded area of Surrey. So secluded, the Grim Reaper can't even find it. Oh, my God. Um... (laughs) But yes, I mean, I, I just feel very, very privileged to have sort of got to know him and to have got to work with him. And um, yeah, I'm really going to miss him being around, as I'm sure... I'm going to miss... Yes, I'm going to miss him a lot. And I think it, me and you have said this to each other. He is absolutely the last of a kind. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to say, and, and you know, you'll know this side of him, but it's a side that I don't think... The public got to see that often, or at all, because it was all because it was only ever about the comedy, you know, which was fantastic. Mm. But like, the, I remember like we did a charity gig once, and you know, like the bigger names will get a car to the charity gig, yeah. you know. And um, and I think I said to him outside, I had a flag and said, "Oh, what time's your car?" And he was like, "It's a charity gig. Don't get a car. That money could go to a charity." He was so, mm. so principled. And I know that sounds like a little thing, but he, he would always, very philosophical, Sean, and sort of me- measure the morals of things. You probably, I don't know if we ever had this chat, but when you're around Sean, he's one of those people that you're left thinking, oh, I should be more like that. That's exactly what I was about to say. A hundred, yeah. You just thought, I need to just be better at, you know, in every area of my life, not just my professional life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, you know, yeah. also, I mean, he's very kind and giving to me with advice, you know, and, oh, you've got a lot, lot more time up there. Obviously, when, when, when I supported him on tour, I'd, not, I'd never played those big rooms before. So it was kind of like, oh, you know, you could take your time a bit up there. Watch, hearing oh, wow. him laugh from the wings 
Um, you know, and his work ethic, obviously, that's been sort of talked about where he had an office from very early on. Yes. Um, and he would go there and he, he equated it to fishing. He said, oh, like, it's like going fishing. I'll sit there with my rod out. Sometimes I'll catch something and sometimes I won't. Just all of that yeah. stuff, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, do, you know, do you know what you'll love it? <laughs> the first time I supported him, I think, was in somewhere like Shrewsbury or Yeovil or something. Yeah. <laughs> he goes like, um, do you want me to, you know, it's only fair that I introduce you on. Yeah. <laughs> he made up a name. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you remember what it was? <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but he said it, and he started pissing himself <laughs> at himself. Oh man, so good. Do you know actually? Yes. Um, I so on his last DVD, it's I I I introduce him on, and have a okay. have a have a credit at the end of it. So that's a nice, you know, part little little part to have. Um, yes. Yeah. Well. He'll be sadly missed and... Um, Absolutely. Yes. Lots of love. That's, that's it. R.I.P. Sean. Absolutely.